We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40-50% in my view. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. Tim Gerter, he's like an Australian uh, multimillionaire guy, and he was saying that there needs to be more pain in the economy, right? Pain in the economy, unemployment needs to rise, that the power dynamic between employers and employees is completely wrong, and this is also rippling into other cascading negative effects in the economy. It's not entirely about what people are working, but when you combine this power dynamic with the what happened in the pandemic, where people were not working yeah. as hard, people got yeah. comfortable. What I see is when, when you walk into Nofros or Fortinos, these employers, they're younger, you know, school, you know, out of high school, in high school, just in college, that's who works in the grocery store now. It's not that older lady that works in the grocery store. No. And the reason why, a lot of it is that what I think is that you hear about how much Loblaws makes every year. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of million dollars. And nobody wants to work for Loblaws. Loblaws has been around for 100 years. They went through a lot of struggle to get to that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds over and over again, million dollar com company. Everybody had the same opportunity that um, the, was it the McGregor family, the Irish family had, right? Come open up Western Foods in Toronto. Transfer that into Loblaws. Like everybody had that opportunity. It's just... Instead of working at a grocery store when you're six years old, you know, they didn't do that. They went to college, right out of college, started a business. That business yeah. took off. You know, we talk to rich people all the time. Usually their first business isn't the business that took off. No. There's no way it's like, hey, I have a great idea. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to open up a car dealership. No, yeah. it took 10 other businesses to get to that car dealership. Yeah, I mean, the famous one is what? Colonel Sanders when he was like in his 50s that started yeah. KFC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never gave up. Never gave up. It's definitely going to be harder now that we have all this money in the economy that we pump in money. Yeah. It's harder to have those, you know, I need to make it work. I need to be Jeff Bezos. I need to make it work. I need to reinvest all the money in my business, right? I need to take a loss this year because it will work. It will work, right? How many how many people think like that? Not many people are geared towards that mentality. People are happy to take wins and not happy to take L's, right? Yeah. Like people are always happy when things are good. But yeah. when things don't work out, it's kind of like all the people who bought uh, these pre-construction. They're now telling the government that somebody needs to help them because they're going to take significant losses. But did they go to the government and say, hey, we need to pay the government extra taxes because a lot are, are like, a, eh, not pay them extra taxes, but pay something more to the government because we made an absorbent amount of money. But the minute yeah. everybody's losing, they're just like, somebody needs to be responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, we can do a whole podcast just talking about how we shouldn't buy pre-construction houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we can do a whole podcast on but that. But no, what I do want to focus on is actually the employer-employee dynamic, mm -hmm. right? Because this is something that really rubs me a certain way because I've traveled to different places. Like, I yeah. grew up in Greece. I have family in Asia, and I've yeah. seen how people work there. I've seen how people work in North America. Yeah. And even between Canada and the U.S., I think people work, like, I hope this isn't to offend anyone, but... People work harder in the U.S. Yeah. I think people are hungrier in the U.S. And yes, things are harder in the U.S. But the thing is that when you measure the complacency of people here, and oh man, I don't want to shit talk. Like I don't want to be shit talking like Canadians, right? No, see, I would say it in a nicer <sighs> way that the opportunity in the States, I wouldn't say is easier, but there's more people for an employer to go to the States versus Canada. So we can talk about, uh, we'll talk about, you know, Ford and GM. Why would Ford and GM have a plan here in Canada? where our wages are higher, the importing, the taxes, the duty, everything's higher in Canada. Healthcare's it's higher. Why would you want to have a plan in Detroit? Because it's cheaper. There's more people that live in Detroit than there is in, in Oakville. Or so Detroit. why do they have a plant in Ontario? Because the government gives them all these tax write-offs. We just saw Volkswagen opened up a, I don't know, $30 billion 
battery plant somewhere in Ontario, that's going to take the government years and years and years to get that money back. Like, there's no way they're getting that money back. And we see that in so many cities in, in Canada where these cities go, Leamington, Ontario, where they just go, one company leaves, Heinz left Leamington. Now there's no work in Leamington. It was like one person's decision at, at the CEO desk on a Monday morning. It's like, okay, Leamington factory's losing money. Let's get rid of Leamington as our smallest factory. Then all of a sudden, a Canadian city is just like, there's no work. We yeah. don't have cities like they do in the States. No, 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 no. It's very different. It's very different. There you can drive and there's like a little city everywhere. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. There's, there's stuff happening. There's different incentives. And this is why I think we start seeing a lot of people who are ambitious, especially Canadians, moving to the States yeah. because of different opportunities. And that's where this guy, like uh, this guy, what his name was Tim Gurner, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is why this guy Gurner. Guy. Uh, yeah. When he said, when he said the thing about the, the, there, we need to feel pain in the economy. Yeah. Uh, and he said that unemployment needs to rise and this power dynamic needs to change. This is something that I always wondered about when it came to how people work in Canada, because Canada does not really reward or uh, try to support their entrepreneurs. They're small business owners to become yeah. big business owners. Everybody always what do you villainizes the entrepreneur, the businessman. Yeah. Everybody's always very sympathetic with those who work. And people who work need to be taken care of. When I say people who work, I'm not saying the entrepreneur doesn't work. I'm saying people who work as in somebody nine who has five, a job, the, the nine, nine to five person, right? They need to be supported and they need to be protected. However, it gets to a point where when you neglect the other side completely, your country doesn't have any businesses. Like if you go to your kitchen right now, can you tell me of a single thing that you own in your kitchen that is from Canada? Yeah, it's a, a very light, very light. Very light, if any, right? Like, yeah. to name a Canadian company. You yeah. probably know a few. You probably yeah. know a few. Yeah. But name so a Canadian a, company. It's a, it's a little unfair to to say that about, you know, and we, li we, we live an hour from the border. So there's good opportunity to buy American stuff. And again, the American stuff is, is better made. It's cheaper. 90% of Canadians, I'm pretty sure, live close to the border. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, yeah, whatever. That's yeah, that's, mood. that's yeah. mood. But no, seriously, tell me a Canadian company. What's name one Canadian company? <laughs> There's a lot of Canadian companies. Oh, you're and, struggling. Yeah, like um, I don't know. I just bought my couch. My couch was. I just bought a new couch, and I had to buy the couch, and the couch had to be a Canadian company. It was like Cat and Co at the Breckers, you know. And I paid more for this couch. Yeah. Because it was a Canadian couch. And is it right? better than IKEA? Yes, it's better than IKEA. <laughs> yes, it's better than I. But that's not like that's not like. Uh, that's okay, not the so bar. Some, some brand that I haven't heard, but that you have to go look Miss, for that to Missy's, find it. Missy's wedding ring, engagement ring. Right? Canadian, okay. Canadian diamonds, yeah. right? That meant something, right? So to say that, you know, the shoes that I'm wearing are Jordans. They're not made in Canada, right? They're made, yeah, they're my, made in China. Yeah, like my shorts are Nike, right? Yeah, but even, my, even that's an American brand. Yeah. Is there even a word? Even, can you think of a Canadian brand even that's doing well? No. No. Yeah. No. Like people, no. people's first Lululemon. go to. Lululemon. Lululemon. Is Lululemon still owned by Canada? I'm pretty sure it's still a Canadian oh. company. Yeah, no. Roots. Yeah, people, but, people think that Roots, you know, Roots went from being yeah. Canadian owned. Yeah. Pride, Pride Canada Goose, same Canada. thing. Like, yeah. It, it all know, sells out. It all sells out. I know. Are you trying crazy. to say that Canadian sells out? Sell out? I'm not saying that Canada sells out. I'm just saying that when the guy's saying that the dynamic is wrong, people seem to look at that and say, oh, you know, it means that this guy wants to squeeze the employees more. Yeah. But I definitely think that there is something wrong with this. Yeah. People definitely go into the workforce and when they get a job, they're just like, like, my boss is lucky to have me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you don't need to say that. You don't need the government to tell you that. You know how you know if, you're, if your employer is lucky to have you? Your employer is lucky to have you if you have tons of options and you can do better somewhere else. Yeah. Then yeah. your employer yeah. is lucky to have you. You know yeah. how you know if you're lucky to have this job is if you can be replaced like that. Yeah. Yeah. So check then online. you are lucky to have yeah. that job. Yeah. Right. So it depends. And that's all the metric you need. It's not that the government needs to tell who to be appreciative of who. That's just an organic thing that happens as a byproduct of the economy. Yeah. But the thing is that so many people are focused on so many 
people are so focused on the needs of the nine to five to a point where it's getting out of hand. Yeah, the nine to fives don't happen without the owner of the business. Yeah. Right. Without the owner of the business, there's no nine to five workers. And here's the thing. My, my dad told me this thing one time and it really resonated with me, which is that you should never look down on people who work a nine to five, because even though you are running your own business, do not forget yeah. that you would not be anything without these people. Yeah. And he's right. You cannot yeah. accomplish anything without people who are willing to work hard yeah. for a greater purpose or for a greater cause. The thing is that nobody sees the Canadian opening up a business yeah. as a greater cause. They see him as a chump or somebody, a sleazy person who's trying to make money. And you asked me the question of a Canadian made product or company. Tell me the top top five richest people in Canada. I don't know them. No, <laughs> nobody knows them. You tell me the top richest people in, in the states. Okay, yeah, you know more. You know more people. No, for sure. I've, the Canadian lifestyle. We don't. Um, we don't publicize the rich. We don't talk about the rich. Well, I mean, there is the for, there is the go, there is what is it the the golden list or whatever when you make over hundred thousand dollars, which is sunshine list. Sunshine list. Yeah, that's a public list though. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a, if you if you work for a public company. Yeah, when hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> you know the mayor's names on there. The, yeah, all the police yeah. officers' names on there. And you'll actually see if you ever go on sunshine list. Um, sometimes you do this like family members you yeah. want to see like how much you're, you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, someone yeah. makes you go on Sunday list type it in yeah. but then all you see is like you know people that first constable for the Hamilton police <clears throat> makes 115,000 a year Okay, right, yeah, so they put this year, up there. Right? Yeah, the guy that do, does the road work, the supervisor for the road crew. But you know, when we, when we talk about the government and the disposition of the country and who it is that they support and who they focus on, and who they focus on, instead of villainizing people who are trying to big themselves up in Canada so that they can win for Canada, because yeah. you know how a country wins. A country wins when their businesses do well and they can export something. Yeah, yeah. right. That's when they do well. Let me. And let if you don't have these big boys get making some money so that they can do these things, yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere. And that's the thing that makes me sad canada we, we don't manufacture any cars why don't we have any of our own car brands right like and i'm sure that's a pretty good answer right yeah. and this is why the closest thing i'm willing to support is uh certain american cars because at least they employ canadians yeah they employ canadians i mean honda or hyundai that manufactures in some some stuff in the states and really they just ship over their parts and they assemble them there yeah. because the U.S. made them do it, yeah. said that you have to provide this much employment, but they don't want to employ yeah. Canadians. They don't want to employ Americans. At least Americans employ some Canadians. Yeah. But Honda doesn't. Yeah. They don't care to. Yeah. Hyundai doesn't. Yeah. You know, any of, the, any, any of the European companies, they also don't. Yeah. Right? So this is the closest thing. So the, I think it's important. Like, the reason why I ever shop anything local, you know, whether it's Canadian food product, whether it's Canadian brands, if there are any to shop from, yeah. is because it supports your own economy. You support your own people. See, now, how much do we actually need to support our own economy versus what the government's going to support? Those farmers get everything insured. So, you know, we only grow tomatoes so long. Like, we're not growing tomatoes in Canada. Like, that's a terrible business. Like, we're talking about opening a business, like growing tomatoes. Yeah, man, it's still, it's, there's still small farms that do it. There and is. They need to do it to there get is. by. There is. But why, now, why would you pay more for a tomato grown by that guy versus this guy? Right now, now well, there's a maybe, few reasons. maybe we mean you would, right? But the vast majority of people wouldn't. Yeah, but why? And those don't they? get to market, and they don't even get to market. Yeah, but why? Well, was not picking those up. No, no, that's the thing. But you know who does pick them up? The farmers markets, yes. the small grocery stores. Yes. You know, I, people used to ask me, why do I go? The ones to that are closing, left, right, and center. Yeah, and exactly because people don't go there. Left, right, and center. People don't closing. go there because it's thirty cents more. Yeah, it's thirty cents more for tomato, yeah. and people don't go to the local grocery store. I feel like there's a serious lack. I want to say patriotism in canada like and, it, and it, it does make me sad like it, people are very i think people are often superficially patriotic but we're losing it because there's no canadian businesses to be proud remember molson canadian 
Remember the I am Canadian? Yeah. Sponsored yeah. hockey games. Yeah. And people would go and then you'd, you'd yeah. hear the roar, I am Canadian. Yeah. Right? It was amazing. Yeah. Now, if you want to get one of those uh, those beer those beer banners, you have to find it on eBay. Right? And that was stuff that I remember when I was in Greece and I was watching uh, Canadian hockey games. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Right? It made me feel so good to be Canadian. Now I'm wearing Canadian stuff made in China. Canada needs to support it's local entrepreneurs, yeah. people here who are trying to make something. Yeah. It's important to focus on the people working on the nine to five. But if we only focus on the people who are working nine to five, these nine to five people are going to end up working for China, India, and the US. Yeah. That's it. We are just a country working for other people, we're making their making their stuff, using their equipment. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Like, what was it? Grizzly that used to make shoes? They're gone. Yeah. Right? All the roots? All done. The, all the companies. Most gone. Canadian? Gone. Yeah. No car companies to speak of. Yeah. What are the Canadian car? What are the, what are the Canadian company was good for a long time? Even certain food. What Tim Hortons is not owned by Canada. No. Nope. Tim Hortons. No. Nope. Dude, that was like this is what it means to yeah. be Canadian, yeah. eh? And we're filming this in Hamilton. Exactly. And we're filming this in Hamilton. Right. When most Canadian got bought out, got rid of the I'm Canadian thing. It's a great yeah. way to like you know. And see those Amer stuff. Americans and beer. It's all about you know that. Put that American flag on the beer can. That beer can sell it, right? It's a lot different here in Canada. Exactly. And this is some of the differences, right? So when I see people uh, getting flack for talking about these power dynamics, because there's a lot going on here. It's not as simple as like uh, the big guy versus the little guy. We have no big guys. Yeah, yeah. We're just a bunch of little guys yeah. that you need that big brother. And I don't mean the U.S. as the big brother. And I was just going to say, I think if we were to talk to the liberal government, they would say the U.S. is our big brother. And, you know, if I was sitting up here like a politician, that's exactly what what the spiel would be is that you know we do our helping hand to the states right that's what a politician would say and not the other way around not let, let's create our own jobs let's instead of having all these amazon facilities come in here right let's have a company that can do the same thing and grow this huge because amazon's growing a huge real estate empire with all these huge warehouses yeah, yeah. Right? they're buying up all our land yeah us canadians love amazon yeah <laughs> well i know i do what they can do is really impressive very impressive especially in canada where our cities we talked about this earlier we're far apart yeah. Toronto Auto's five-hour drive. Right? Which means there's a lot of land in between for those warehouses. Yeah, it would be nice to see a Canadian company, or at least the government, try to help. I think Canada would be doing better if there were more Canadian businesses being able to offer more to other people. You, you stay more in-house. Imagine you have a family. The simplest example I can give about keeping businesses within your own community, within your own country alive yeah. is this. The easiest example is this. If you have a family and you want to generate wealth for your family, what is better to do? Go and employ the neighbors or... Get your children, your cousins, mm -hmm. your uncle, whoever is more related to you to start these businesses and to generate synergistic businesses that will integrate with you. Because if your brother ends up building a better business, that is going to spill over to you because yeah. you're related. But if I just say, not, uh, you know, my brother, Dennis, which would be like, yeah, actually, I'm not going to employ you because uh, you're 35 bucks an hour, but he's $30 an hour. Yeah. So I'm going to employ this stranger that I don't know. But people Crazy. don't think of themselves like family like yeah. that. And like, go to your local grocery store. Go to the local convenience store near you. Yeah. Buy, the, buy the local fruit. See where they get it from. They yeah. get it from Canadian sources yeah. Yeah. because it's cheaper for them. They can't afford to buy from the States because their orders are too small. So they get it from the local farms. Yeah. And if you buy locally, your tomatoes have less pesticides. They don't have to go as far. In Canada, we have certain controls. You know that if you buy rice from places like India or other places, they can use certain pesticides that are banned in Canada. Same with the States. Same yeah. with the States. It's a very hard thing to overcome if you are that small mom and pop grocery store or a stand in the farmer's market when you're going up against giants like Metro and Lawboss. They need more help than us just showing up there every Saturday morning to get our fruits and vegetables, right? We need to stop these these giant companies just taking over and incentivize the little companies for, you know, staying open later. Yes. Right?
being open not just on a Saturday. Maybe we do next. You know, there has to be like you know, and I'm not I'm not here being a politician trying to say this is what we should do. I'm just saying that you know these are the uphill battles that that's why they get beat. Yeah, and these are the monopolies that uh, that happen where things get expensive and out of control. This is why grocery stores can raise their prices, yeah. and we don't have alternative options because we didn't support. Our alternative, our, our alternative options. I personally feel like you don't have to get that crazy with trying to figure out how to keep these businesses alive because support is one thing, but they shouldn't be persecuted. That's the thing. In, in the US, people say, oh yeah, all these businesses get tax breaks. And yes, they do get tax breaks, right? But here, it feels like they are literally persecuted yeah. because you get taxed more, right? Yeah. When you start generating a certain amount. Yeah. This is why, you know, Canadian business owners are doing creative things like shifting their businesses over to US. Yeah. Was it even U-Haul? What do they have everything everything uh Arizona, listed, played, Arizona it. played it, right? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. e-test, no safety. Exactly. Very Done. easy. Super <laughs> smart. Whoever created that idea is like yeah. you're the CFO for the next five years. It actually bothers me that we can't list Canadian business. You go to anybody's house. I I anybody yeah. who's listening, look around your house and see if there's anything yeah. that came from yeah. either a Canadian What's business? your favorite Canadian item in your house? Yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes I remember, I think uh, I was with my, my nephew and he was shopping for his prom suit. Okay. He was in uh, Le Chateau. Okay. Okay. And uh, he opened this thing and it said it had the Canadian flag okay. in there, right? It's like, oh, this is made in Canada. And yeah. you look at it closely, you know what it says? Designed in Canada. Yeah. My favorite Canadian thing is a fishing lure. It's like a red devil. Yeah. And it's like, it's a Canadian flag on a fishing lure. Yeah. Right? It's like the coolest coolest thing ever but there's not many things that i could say like hey this is my and i'm you know i told you i bought the diamond rings canadian the couch is canadian mm. you know i drive a ford she drives a chevy you know I try to do like as much as we can yeah and it's still there's not many canadian things in my house no the first car i ever bought was a chrysler 300 mm. you know what was one of the reasons why i bought that car because mm. it was made in ontario yeah the next car i was looking at was the camaro for the same reason i never yeah. ended up buying that one yeah. but these are made in canada yeah and i appreciate that because at least they're employing Canadian people. Yeah. These things should matter. Yeah. Right? That you that you support your local people, right? If you opened up a bread store, would I come to buy bread for you from you? Or will I go to somebody else who doesn't matter, who's from another country or I online? I would hope you buy my yeah, bread. Yeah, you hope I bribe from you, right? Yeah. And that would be the right thing to do. And I think people need to do that as a country at large. Yeah. Don't look at the people who are creating jobs as the villains. Yeah. Don't look at the people who are trying to generate something as the bad people all the time. Yeah. If you help them, things will work out better. Yeah, so I think all the comments on this podcast <clears throat> is just going to be like, we would love to, but it's just more expensive to do that. We would love to, but this. We would love to, but that. And it would all come down to it being very pricey and it not being as as easy to go and buy whatever they're looking to buy. If the couch yeah. or, or six tomatoes. No, and, and sometimes it's it's like almost impossible to compete. Uh, at some point, so I have an uncle in Singapore, and mm -hmm. uh, he was telling me that for the units that we're doing, he says, the way that you're doing construction is very archaic. He's like, you should do it the way we do it in China. I'm like, how's that? Yeah. He says, everything's prefab. Import containers of prefab walls. The way they, have, they do some of the kitchens, you should see, because when they build the condos over there, it's all concrete. Yeah. Right? Just concrete We're walls. We're doing that now. It's like a puzzle piece. Yeah, it's like a puzzle Big piece. Big Lego. And then you don't have to build the kitchen. It comes in a flat segment. The plumbing, it comes like a wall flat. Mm. And the plumbing and electrical is already in the wall. You just come and you pop it in. The TV wall, you pop it in. Everything mm. you pop it in, there's no drywall, plastering, all this stuff. Yeah. It's just everything is already prefab panels. Yeah. And you just click everything in. It looks amazing. Yeah. Right? And I was telling my and dad. It's way about cheaper. It. It's way cheaper. The only there's, there's some problems, some difficulties when it comes to climate and other things that that uh, that depending on where you're installing them, you may have to contend with. But I remember I was telling my dad this and he was saying that it is unfortunate that 
in order to compete, people have to look to options like this.、Mm. Because if we start building houses like that, who is that a win for? Is it a win for us here in Canada? We need houses. We need houses. We need houses. I don't know, but it's a bigger win for China. Yeah, it's a bigger、uh, win for the Chinese economy. But then we can open up, and and Doug Ford is talking about、uh, modular homes. Yeah,、so、the same type of thing. They're made in a factory. They get shipped out. You know, a bungalow. The way to go. It will. It will be the way. You know, five ten years from now, that's how you get your house. Because the land price is too crazy. You You're gonna、can't. just drop a house in your parents' backyard. Yeah, there's no building a brick house. There's、yeah. no you know mass producing、oh, brick that's houses. That's so bad, man. You know, it, it's because the cost of construction. You know, it is crazy. Like you saying this, it really illustrates the fact that how do we get to this point? How do、yeah. how does a country get to a point where it's not feasible for its people anymore to build these things? Yeah, Dude, the, the Gardiner Expressway. Like they built、Ugh. that what in the 70s, 60s, 70s, something like that. With little to no money,、Ugh. and today they can't even maintain it. Yeah, right. The、Or、thing is, we're deciding to close it down. Yeah, we're getting to make a decision. Put, when to close the gardener? No, yeah. When to close it? Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, to Friday, nah, or should we do Friday to Sunday? You know the videos of people, with,、uh, people who are filming parts of the garden are falling <laughs> off, and their solution is put metal nets. Yeah, yeah. Right to catch the pieces of yeah, cement that's yeah. falling down. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what we were, what we do in our nine to five, or if we start our own business. That doesn't change the big issues. In our economy, like it doesn't matter if we're, if we're the richest guy in Canada, we're not changing how the when the gardener gets fixed. We're not changing what we're doing downtown Hamilton.、No. We're not changing any of this stuff. If there were enough Canadian businesses starting up, getting around, and it was worthwhile for businesses in Canada to start,、mm-hmm. there would be more bids of people looking to fix these things. And then it, things also wouldn't be so expensive to for the government to do. I mean, the government does something. They have to do studies,、yeah. and then they spend an absorbent amount of money、yeah. because there's not that many companies willing to do it. First of all, so the lo- options are limited. But if you had tons of options,、yeah. because businesses were encouraged,、yeah. things would be、That's、a little a more cost economy. effective. That's a good economy. Right, and we're just not there. I just at least hope people can see the effects of not supporting that supposed bigger guy because that bigger guy is gone. That's why it's、it. hard to find the nine to fives. Yeah, a good nine to five. Where you get good benefits, a good paycheck. A big part of our our housing problems that we just can't afford to pay the rent. That's because we don't make enough. That's because there's not enough business booming. That's the equation.